Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is the president of National Football Scouting uh, and, well, the guy who puts together the NFL Combine, Jeff Foster with Gresh and Fourier back here in Boston. Jeff, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Uh, Jeff, great. I want to start with how the hell did you fall into this gig well, this week I would tell you I drew a short straw, um, <laughs> but um, but for the rest of the year, no, I was very fortunate. Um, you know, I, I was actually working uh, in player evaluation for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, when my predecessor here at National Football Scouting um, retired. Um, and back then, there was, uh, I think, 12 teams uh, that belonged to NFS. And so each of those 12 teams got to put up a candidate to potentially replace um Duke Babb, who was my predecessor here and ran the combine for a long time. Um, and so I was the chief's candidate and I went through the process. There was, you know, I don't know, there was probably five or six other um, candidates involved, um, all guys who were still in the league and uh, doing different things and doing well. Um, and uh, I think what probably um, maybe separated me was that I had also run the East West Rhine game uh, for a number of years um, prior to doing talent evaluation. So I kind of had a, a balance of uh, being at a club, uh, player evaluation, but also doing event management um, for a sporting event. So I think that's probably what led to uh, my involvement with the combine, but never did I think it would last 19 years. So here we are. So Jeff, I think a lot of people are, so do you guys determine which players and how many go the, uh, you know, to the combine? Are you in charge of all the invitees, uh, certain players and, and, and alerting them to the fact that they have been in fact in, been invited to the combine? Correct. Yeah, we manage everything from A to Z, um, you know, at the combine, including uh, the selection process and, um, you know, inviting the players, communicating with them. Um, you know, we, we obviously have partners. Um, obviously, the league office um, um, helps us with some of that. Um, but um, we manage all of it. And, you know, the, the actual selection process has evolved over the time that I've been here. Um, we now... Um, invite all 32 teams to be involved in the process. Um, we start in early uh, December um, and we select, um, we, we try to target about 200 seniors uh, in early December. Um, and really those are the uh, the easier ones, so to speak, to uh, to select. Um, and then um, after the underclassmen declare in mid-January, then, then we select the underclassmen um, and the remaining spots that we have available uh, for draft-eligible seniors. Um, and, and that's kind of the general process for us. Yeah, uh, Jeff, I'm wondering how much do you hear from coaches, agents, NIL people, interlopers, you know, hey, got to get this guy to the combine. How, how much are there people trying to whisper in your ear, hey, got to take my guy as you're putting this list together for the combine? You know, um, we received a lot of feedback early on, uh, but for the last, you know, six, eight, ten years, um, very little. Um, you know, agents will sometimes contact me that we have relationships with and ask me where their guys are kind of falling in the process. Um, but I, I think they all understand that this is driven by the 32 teams. I mean, it's uh, the team should be the ones deciding who to be here. Um, you know, we also rely on our scouting service, um, you know, to, to have 
um, a vote as well. Um, and so, um, you know, the, the process is pretty solid, um, but evaluating players is not a perfect science. Um, so we understand that we're going to get it wrong sometimes too. I mean, uh, I think on average 35 to 40 players get drafted every year that we don't invite to the combine. Um, and that's really what drove us over the years to try to make changes and improvements in the selection process, because we want the best players here so that the clubs have the ability to evaluate them. And, you know, we all talk about the on-field piece, but, you know, as Christian knows, the medical piece is really uh, the most important element element of the combine. It's why the combine was created. It's still the number one priority today. Um, it's kind of the, you know, the Super Bowl for the athletic trainers uh, and the team physicians because it's the first time that they get to evaluate the players medically. Um, and as you know, that can certainly change where players fall on draft boards. So is Jeff, and we're talking to Jeff Foster uh, in charge of uh, uh, the NFL combine. When it comes to the medicals, I do think this is interesting. Out of the, I don't know how many guys that you have go there, how many of these guys, when they go through this physical, end up finding out that they had something that they that wasn't like an orthopedic issue, but like maybe a life-threatening issue that the combine identified with all the different people there poking and prodding at you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate and it's fortunate both um, that we sometimes find something. Um, you know, I would say every year there's one or two um, that we discover something that the player didn't know about. Um, and sometimes it can be life changing. Um, more often than not, it's something orthopedic that they just didn't know. You know, they you know, they could have a hot Jones fracture from, you know, too much lateral movement training. Right. And they didn't know about it. It was just sore to them. Um, but we find that, you know, there's a hairline on it. And so we'll shut them down so that they don't hurt themselves at the event. Um, but we do occasionally find things, um, you know, either cardiovascular or otherwise, um, where there's a concern. Um, and again, it's unfortunate in the moment because we have to share with the athlete um, who's, you know, their focus is working out, working out here, working out their pro day, and then moving on to the draft. So it's unfortunate that we have to shut them down. But again, it's for their own protection and their own health. Um, I guess the fortunate side is that we find something um, that hopefully they can get an early start in getting healthy and recovering from it. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know very many very fit 21, 22-year-olds that go through, you know, the, the vast array of medical um, evaluations that we do here. Um, and so, you know, it's just natural that we're going to find something. And again, um, if it helps um, their long-term health, then I think it's a real positive. Uh, Jeff, as you look at sort of the, the like infrastructure of the combine and what you want to get accomplished, are there tweaks you're making every year or is it kind of a, all we got to do is put the players in our template because we understand the schedule and here's how we're going to do it. I wish it was the latter. Um, <laughs> no, uh, we're, we're making tweaks every year. Um, you know, and our number one focus is player experience. You know, we want the players to come here and have a great experience. And we really want them to be able to focus um, on their performance, uh, performance in interviews, performance on the field, their testing, um, all of those areas. We understand when they get here, there's going to be some anxiety. There's going to be some confusion, some unknowns. Um, we want to take all that away from them. Um, and so we make tweaks every year based on uh, feedback that we get from the guys from the year before. So we do a little player survey um, most years, um, and we get feedback from the guys about parts that were positive or negative. Um, and then we try to make adjustments to those. So, you know, the last couple of years, we've 
done, we, we've had some amazing changes. You know, last year we, uh, through a, a partnership with Noble, we created a player headquarters area where they have their own locker room. They have a turf field that they can use to stretch and warm up on. They can invite their trainers into that secure space to um, stretch them and warm them up. And then we have um, uh, lifting equipment if they want to get a workout in. And then we've got a recovery equipment for them. That's really a safe place for them. It's, it's private and quiet. Only the players are allowed in there. Um, and again, they can invite their trainers. So that was something that we did last year um, and that we're continuing this year um, that really proved to be a positive player experience. Um, you know, a few years ago, the NFL helped us bring in uh, mentors, uh, legend mentors. Um, so former players in each position, they go around with the players during the week, along with our group scouts to just help the players understand where they need to be, when they need to be there, why they're doing something, what do they need to wear um, so that, Again, we take all those logistics pieces away from them so they can just focus on their performance. So, so, I mean, the changes that we built are really designed for that player experience. So the combine is coming up. Big big opportunity for the Patriots to kind of evaluate some talent. If we're talking combine, we might as well talk to Jeff Foster, who's the president of National Football Scouting. And I'm curious because you have the bench, you have the weigh-in, you have the physicals, you have the on-field stuff. Uh, have you ever caught a player – hiding weights in their pants or in their shorts in order to make themselves weigh more. Just curious if that's ever happened. Um, we have certainly um, discovered players trying to gain advantages, right? I mean, they're competitors. Um, specifically, uh, weights in their pants. I, I know that's happened with our scouts at Pro Days. I don't recall that ever happening at the Combine itself. But, um, you know, um, again, these guys are competitive. They'll try anything. So, um, <laughs> you know, well, we understand that, but part of our job is to make sure that this is an even playing field, right? Um, and make sure that, again, the players have a good experience, but that the clubs also have a great platform to evaluate the players. So uh, another thing is, like, as far as, because I know a lot of guys go to the combine and they train in track shoes or they train in this light shoes, right? You guys have, every guy's got to wear the same shoes, correct? Or, or a certain type of shoe? Well, they have to um, wear uh, NFL-approved football shoes. Okay. Right? So we don't allow them to wear track shoes or spikes or things like that. Um, and, yes, some years that's been a real challenge, um, you know, even with some uh, league partners. So, uh, But we do have um, – you know, uh, NFL's football operations are here. They talk to the players in advance, make sure that they, you know, understand what's expected of them uh, on the field in terms of their apparel and their footwear and gloves and things of that nature. Um, so, yes, again, we try to make it, um, you know, so it's an even playing surface for everybody. Uh, but football shoes are the requirement. Uh, Jeff, one of my questions is outside of the structure that you have put in place, are there ways for the players to still be exposed to people on teams where uh, I had my 15 minutes with Caleb Williams or whatever, but hey, I saw him grabbing a drink and I stole five minutes with him or something like that. Do you have to really control the time the teams have with the players to make it unfair? Or are there kind of casual ways for people to sort of bump into whomever they would like to bump into around this time of year? Well, the answer is probably both. Um, my, my actually, my next appointment is to meet with the 32 personnel directors. Um, we always have a kickoff meeting to review some of the kind of guidelines and policies, right? Um, and one of those is to make sure that we're not doing what we call illegal interviews. So um, we have um, interview structures. Um, there's some there's formal interviews. So every team gets to select 45 players. 
um, that they can do a private 20 minute interview with in their own private suite. Um, but then there's also opportunities for all clubs to meet with all players in a more informal setting. Um, and there's different time slots depending on what group you're in. Um, and we communicate all that and we manage all that process. Um, what we don't want is a team trying to contact a player and say, hey, if you've got some free time, can you come down here and talk to me? Um, because what inevitably happens is that the player wants to do that, right? Because he wants to appease the team that, you know, potentially could draft him. So he might miss something for us, like a, you know, um, a medical uh, a medical test or, um, you know, some other responsibility at the combine. So um, we do ask that the clubs abide by those rules and not do um, these interviews outside of the, the approved areas. So, um, Jeff, last one for me. Um, I feel like every single year the NFL tries to move the combine. They're almost like they try to treat it like the draft. Tell me why that's a bad idea. Well, I don't know that we have that kind of time, uh, but I could give you a laundry list. But, you know, there's a reason why this event's been in Indianapolis since 1987. The number one reason is because of our partnership with IU Health. To be able to do the medical uh, testing and evaluations that we do, because it, it takes two or three days um, for each player. Um, so the, to, the ability to do that type of testing um, with a medical partner in a city um, anywhere else would be really challenging. I mean, we start working with IU Health back in October, um, and they've been doing it for 30 years. Um, so that's probably the number one reason. Um, I think the other reasons that make it a challenge is that Indianapolis is centrally located. So, you know, whether it's club peer personnel or players, they're coming from all over. It's centrally located. And then the infrastructure here in Indianapolis, you know, regardless of what the weather is, which, you know, it's beautiful today, um, but it's also February. So you never know what weather you're going to get in the Midwest. Um, but um, our three secure venues, um, the convention center, the stadium and um, the Crown Plaza Hotel, which is our headquarter hotel, all three of those are secure areas. Um, they can all be accessed from all of the downtown hotels where the clubs stay without ever going outside. Um, so, um, you know, we bring, I think on average, each team brings about 65 personnel. Um, they don't have to rent a car. They, you know, they come down to the downtown area and they can walk to all their meetings, all their interviews. Um, it's just, it's efficiency. Um, and I, I certainly understand and appreciate why the league has, um, um, ask cities to bid for the event. Um, it's very natural, especially based on the success that they've had with the draft. Um, and we've been involved in that process. We've helped them. Um, the cities that are bidding, we will meet with them. Um, we'll go visit them. We'll talk to them about the different um, medical um, uh, logistics and processes. Um, so we certainly understand it. But um, right now, I think we're committed through uh, 25. Um, I think there is uh, a bid process starting for 26 and 27, um, which Indianapolis, thankfully, will continue to, to bid. Um, and, you know, they've, they've earned the right to keep it. Um, and selfishly, um, I hope that they continue to win. Um, but if they don't, um, we'll, you know, we'll figure out a way uh, to make it work for the players and the clubs wherever we go. So, Jeff, I really appreciate this has been great. But I have one request and one suggestion oh, boy. to the overall uh, combine um, <laughs> strength coaches when you're doing the bench test they are not allowed to smack the chest of the the guy that is coming up to bench press his 225 you need to make sure no strength coaches do that without permission from the player who is about to attempt his 225 rep max um, the other one is i am looking for my own tom brady photo 
And I think that, you know, like I'm looking for my own Tom, but Tom, the Tom Brady's famous combine photo. All right, I co-signed on this. Okay, hard. I am like because yeah. I went to the combine, uh, Jeff, but I had a shoulder issue and a back issue, obviously, and uh, so yeah, I didn't 90, do ninety-five, right? Ninety-five, is that yeah. right? Yeah. So All I right. am looking for my Tom Brady photo. If you can help us out with that, the show <laughs> would really love it. Yeah, I'll see. Um, you have to go deep into the archives for that. We, yeah, I'll see. I'll see what we have in our archives. But that was before my time. So yeah, I can't make any I know, promises. Was a while ago. Actually, '95 was before my time too. I don't think you know, Christian. You probably wouldn't recognize the place now or the process. Um, but um, yeah, you guys, you should come back and experience it for yourself. I know the NFL has got a radio row here, and um, a lot of people do shows from here. So maybe you guys should come down here next nah, year. And, see. Um, We're in. We're in, join, we're in, definitely. Because I was saying, like the meetings that there that are now fifteen minutes, they used to. You'd walk down this aisle, Gresh, and and then the coaches would just grab you, and you'd be in a meeting for an hour. You'd leave, and then another yeah. guy would grab you for an hour. There was no wait. There was no time limit. There's no restrictions. It was the wild, wild west. If a coach grabbed yeah. you, good luck getting out of there. It's amazing. And now it's with yeah, club scouts would fight outside the room to see who got you next when you came out. Was, um, it wasn't scheduled. In fact, I'm actually in the Crown Plaza Hotel right now where those things, where those uh, interviews used to take place. Um, and now the hotel is locked down. It's a you know very private, quiet place for the players, so they make sure they get you know good food and rest and all those things. But um, yeah, it's not the same as the the, the old Wild Wild West. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, with this bidding process going on, we're going to make sure that Presque Isle, Maine is in the running on oh. this one. Everybody cold and outside. <laughs> Do it that way. <laughs> Jeff, this was a uh, fantastic breakdown and very much a great look inside the combine. Uh, have as great a week as you can have, and uh, I'm sure you can start digging in on that Fourier photo like <laughs> next Wednesday after he gets through the combine and has a day to like drink and kind of yeah. hang out. Decompress. But, exactly. <laughs> Jeff, thank you. We appreciate it, man. My pleasure, guys.